Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of That 80s Child, The Generation Y. And my name is Gabrielle. So I apologize for the sporadicness of my podcast uh, episodes because I've had to move my computer downstairs. So we, we live in an apartment, like it's a duplex, old Victorian duplex apartment. The full house was separated in half and then separated in half again. So there are four apartments altogether in this duplex. We have the second and third floor. And anybody who has a second and third floor knows that it gets awfully hot during the summertime. Regardless of if you have central air or not, we don't have central air. It's just straight up window units. And... We've been here for three years now. The first two, we were just fighting against the heat with the ups with the third floor because my son's PC isn't. Uh, he has a lovely um, computer room, and I have my really awesome alcove that I always do my recordings and all my schoolwork and everything else. Um, it didn't matter. We could have had 50 air conditioners running, and just the fact that we're right up against the roof. It doesn't matter. So I had to move. I made a decision that I was going to just cut off the, we have a door that goes to upstairs. So it's just a door to the stairs and then up there. (laughs) So I made the decision to just shut it off for the summertime. One, it'll save us on the cooling cost. We don't have to suffer (laughs) having to sit up there doing what we want to do. Like my son, obviously, his generation, you you need computers for one thing or other, and I definitely need it now for work and um, for school and just and doing this. So I can't sit up there, and I can't. I do not do well in the heat. So, um, granted, it's not even officially summertime yet. We're still in the beginning of June, but we've had some 90-degree days. And even when it's 80, if it's muggy and sunny out, the third floor is disgusting. So I just was like, okay, you have a bedroom, I have a bedroom, we have enough room to put our computers in, let's just do it. So I moved everything down, we did everything, set everything up, and it's actually been pretty good. We're doing really, really well, and even with our monitoring the electricity, um, we've actually made big strides on using less. So that's a plus, less money that I have to pay out. So... Besides that, um, I finished up my quarter for school, so my writing is, um, it it was a very writing intense quarter, so I've been kind of busy with that, and um, I got a new position at work, so I'm I'm now doing marketing, so I'm I'm trying to get myself situated and ready for doing that, so it's been kind of crazy, but here I am, first time recording in my bedroom, which is odd. So it's a little more echoey here because I don't have the, um, where I am in my, in the normal room, it has, uh, where I am upstairs, I have the roof, like it has a slanted ceiling. So it's like right up, I'm literally right next to the roof. So it's less echoey. So my apologies. I don't have those foam things to dampen the sound because this isn't going to be my constant. Anyhow. So it sounds a little different, so I apologize. And uh, I do still have a fan because, you know, I need moving air. So in this episode, finally, (laughs) I've just been recording for five minutes and haven't even discussed anything about nostalgic. So 
Anyhow, putting aside my update, this episode is going to be about Saturday morning commercials. Not the cartoons, the commercials. Now, first and foremost, I'm going to put a shout out to the Nostalgia Critic, uh, his YouTube channel, because he has a very, very awesome co compilation of all things commercials and nostalgic commercials. So it's within this, within my wheelhouse of nostalgia, same, same age bracket, same generation. So I used um, my research into it using a lot of his noting of the different commercials that I might have forgotten and w ones that I'll never forget, but it was awesome watching them again. So please check that out. It's called Nostalgic Critic. And uh, he has he does all these old movies that he does, uh, critiques them. He's hilarious. Definitely check him out. Uh, and you can thank my son because he's the one that shows me all these things. So anyhow, I have a list of commercials. I could have gone on for pages. I have almost two pages written. So I might gloss over a few and just keep going or and go into more ones that I can actually, um, that I remember and I remember well, not just going through and watching them again through YouTube or whatever. So the first one I found was the Frosted Mini Wheats. Now, I don't know if you guys remember, they had the, the um, commercial that you had one side, which was the shredded wheat, and the other side that had the sugar on it. So when they would show you, you'd have a ballerina who, had a, who um, was an adult. They were there for the shredded wheat, and then it brings out the kid in you, and you see this little girl in a ballerina outfit, and, it go, and they had different variations of it. So I remember that one. It's an odd one. It's not necessarily funny, but I just remember it because of the, you know, just like one side is your adult side and the other side brings out the kid in you. And I do love Frosted Mini Weights. I still do. So the Hamburger Helper Animated Hands. I don't even, I, I will freely admit that, especially in this day and age, we really don't take into consideration commercials as much anymore. I know, I know we still watch the Super Bowl for specialized ridiculously expensive uh, slots for commercials but we don't really watch them because we're either on a streaming service we pay that we don't have them anymore and if we do it's limited most people don't want to be bothered with the commercials I'm one of them I never you know I it just you would use it to go for the bathroom break or run into the kitchen to get something or you know, you take a break to discuss whatever happened in the show, but for the most part, it did it did kind of cut up the actual show to the point where it takes it, it breaks you away from that like living within the show. You know, like you par you're part of it, and you're watching it. It just cuts it. It just breaks you away from that stream of thought or or watching and that attention. So a lot of us and a lot of the newer generation don't really classify commercials as something memorable or nostalgic because it wasn't an integral <laughs> or something that we had to sit through regardless. I can see how this might be a um, definitely a generational niche thing that isn't going to be something like, say, like my son would, you know, 10, 20 years down the line be like, oh, do you remember that really awesome commercial. I mean, unless it had something to do with the Super Bowl, and that's if even if you're into that sort of stuff, they're not anything anybody really cares about anymore. And that's fine because, you know, but it's advertising, so they have to do it somewhere. 
I have a couple of these just because they I noted the people that were in the commercials. They weren't necessarily notable for the commercial itself. But there was a lot of like Nutri-Grain, um, peanut butter that had the dude from Perfect Strangers in it. I knew him more for the commercials than actually Perfect Strangers. And then they had the cutscenes. So if you watch the um, Saturday morning cartoons and you have like ABC and they had after these messages, it was a claymation and they would sing after these messages, we'll be right back. <laughs> you can watch that on, you can look it up, ABC, um, claymation, like points where they were just like, you know, we're, we're cut into a commercial. You had the one with the singers, you had a one with the dog and it was pretty cool. Like I, I and I liked, I love all things claymation. I, you know, I. Love the um, Claymation Christmas by uh, Will Vinton. They're awesome. And then you had uh, the cereal Apple Jacks. So they would, they'd have this whole thing where you're like in a high school uh, cafeteria and then these people are like, I love these Apple Jacks, they're awesome. And they're like, why do you like it so much? It doesn't taste like apples. And then it's just like, it just like, or why is it so good? And it's like, it just, and it, I don't remember the exact wording, but it's like, it just does. And it's just like, and everybody's like, whoa. <laughs> I actually never ate Apple Jacks as a kid. I, I'm not really big on cereal because I don't like, I really don't like milk. So cereals are not my, my forte. But my son just like randomly was like, I want to try these. And I'm like, okay. And I've, I've eaten them and they're actually not so bad. I would eat them just without without the milk most like corn pops i'll eat without milk there are certain things i'm just like i'm good uh yeah milk milk grosses me out <laughs> or i just like put enough on there so it's just like look you could have milk in it put a dab in there it's like all right that's good enough crossfire the marble game <laughs> the so you're just it's a fighting marble game marbles of all things and and it's like crazy that it has like a lasting uh, theme song. It's like Crossfire, <laughs> and you were like in a in like the Thunderdome. Like you you came back in, and the kid that wins, it's crazy. I've also noticed that a lot of the old commercials had a. There were like mini movies or just like mini series, because you would go back and there would be chapters. So like one, you'd see the first one, they're like. And then next time, will this happen? And then you see the next episode. It's like, yeah, it's episodic commercials. It's crazy because, you know, people did have to watch them at the time. You couldn't fast forward or, you know, we didn't have DVR. So why not make it a little bit more interesting to the point where you're like, well, what's going to happen next? Did we necessarily care about what they were adver advertising? Not necessarily, no, but... I was interested to see what would happen next, kind of like a, um, days of our lives, you know, stuff like that. Insecticons. <laughs> I could not remember. I remember having Transformers, obviously, and there was one that I had that was a praying mantis, and I couldn't remember what it was actually called, and they're called Insecticons. And I have to say, the actual commercial wasn't necessarily, um, like, rememberable but it was just more of like oh my god that's what it was called it is one of the most difficult builds going from the transformer to the insect that you would ever come across and i prided myself when i had that praying mantis and i was able to do 
to put it from <laughs> Transformer to an Insecticon and, you know, back and forth. Would I be able to do it now? Probably not. But it was it was literally like a freaking Rubik's Cube trying to get that goddamn thing to actually go back to being an insect and then vice versa. Chia pet, the pottery that grows. And then ch 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 chia. I never had a chia pet until I got to uh, work. I forget what year it was. I wouldn't say 2013, 2014. We had a zombie chia pet. It took me forever to, to bring it home and do it and the thing is is that from what you get what you see on the television and how full it is granted they it does grow and it grows well they're chia seeds and that's what most people are eating them in their um grain bowls now we're drinking it i'm not a fan but it's there <laughs> you have to make sure that when you are putting it on you're putting it on fairly thick and where you want it to go because I had points where, so you had a, a zombie head and you'll have like this chia seed that's growing out. Like you had one, like you had a zit coming out of the one side of his face. Is gotta just be sure where they're going because otherwise they're just everywhere. And But they do sprout, it works. But I mean, I don't know what the point is for it other than to look interesting. They just die off and then you have to get some more of the seeds. But okay, whatever floats your boat. Micro machines. You had the fastest talker, because he also did Federal Express, when it was Federal Express, or FedEx. He would tell you everything to do with the micro-machines. I couldn't tell you exactly what he was saying, but I thought it was pretty awesome to, you know, you, you hear those people at the end of, like, radio commercials on, like, the, the small print for when you're buying a car or something like that, when they have a special offer, and they... they usually speed it up it's not done by somebody who's speaking quickly it's usually sped up a bit this guy didn't need that he just had that talent as like the uh, the fastest talker i'm pretty sure he probably was in the um well back then a lot of things have changed now but the guinness book of world records to be the fastest talker not entirely sure but i'm pretty sure he pro he's probably in there and micro machines were awesome too my my brother had them I, I thought they were pretty cool. And like I said, I wasn't really that into like dolls and whatever. I liked playing with Hot Wheels and then obviously Micro Machines were right in that same wheelhouse. I never did this, but this was included in the Nostalgia Critic. I did see the commercials, but I never did it where they were the 900 numbers, not for <laughs> different types of 900 numbers. We would get to talk to Santa, He-Man, or the Easter Bunny. And you know, like it, the first minutes like, Two ninety nine and like 50 cents for every minute thereafter and you had to get your parents permission and it would just have some ridiculous like pre-recorded things so it's not like a sex hotline it's the same concept you're still paying ridiculous amounts i i saw them but i never like was like oh my god i need to i need to call this and my dad would have never allowed it anyway so cocoa pebbles with the flintstones if you like the flintstones like it was they also had the Christmas special ones. I forget what I had that was on a VHS tape that we had recorded off the TV right in between because my mom would actually cut out the um, commercials. But a couple of them, you'd see a few of them and that like the Flintstones Christmas Cocoa Pebble. Like it, it was crazy that you'd have even holiday special commercials. <laughs> the Tootsie Pop. It is older than the 80s and 90s, but it's a classic. It's like how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? I think that will be forever and always a classic. I don't know if kids know now, 
again, because it's not something that we sit and watch anymore. Most things are streaming and we don't, and we pay for not having commercials. So I'm not entirely sure that's going to jump over to the next generation. My, my son knows it because of the nostalgia critic watching it and things that we've watched from when I was little and we had those commercials in there. But yeah, I think that's going to probably die out eventually. But that is a classic. That's like a lot older than I am. I remember it and, and I've seen it even recently. So they still play it. Grape Escape. So a board game that you have like Play-Doh and then you make into like grapes and you have to like get across the board. And if you don't, you um, your grape gets smushed, cut in half and stuff like that. What was hilarious is that you, you watch these commercials and you're wondering, like, why was this interesting? Or why was this, like, oh, my God, I must have. And it has a lot to do with, like, you had the baby dolls. They were really pushing that stuff in the late 80s and, the, and through the 90s where it was just, like, the baby actually cries, the baby actually... Um, like peas themselves and <laughs> you had these twins as well again I wasn't very much into baby dolls one they scared the crap out of me because dolls are creepy and second of all just wasn't you know wasn't my thing so I would see these commercials and I would actually be like this is ridiculous why the heck would you want to be taking care of a baby and it's just like teaching teaching like little girls this is your role. And I'm not trying to be like a feminist in any way in this regard, but yeah, it's just like, just expect yourself to be like this and this is what you're going to get yourself into. Or, you know, and the, most of them are like, I want one. And it's like, why do you, why do you want one? It's just more work. <laughs> Maybe it's just me. I don't know. I didn't have them. And I didn't want them. Cause I, I don't, I don't want that stuff. Guess who? I love that game. I actually want to get that and play it because I absolutely loved it when we had it but we had <laughs> in the actual commercial you see the the cards like saying like oh it's not me or blah 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 it's, oh it's you like I have a beard and or she has a hat and in the actual commercial they have a a um you know small print cards don't actually talk <laughs> it's like well why not <laughs> And in this day and age, we should probably have those digitalized uh, Guess Who games, and they do talk. All right, where is that? Hmm? So Corn Pops, another cereal commercial, and I do like Corn Pops, actually. It was always about these crazy teenagers who were going down to have some, some breakfast, and they're like, where's my Corn Pops? Like, oh, I had the last bowl. Like, if maybe it's their younger brother or sister, or maybe it's their mom and dad or something like that. And they're like, and they're like, uh you know, I'm sorry, and the, and the, the teenager's just like, that's fine, and then all of a sudden, like, you have that inner monologue of, like, they're, they're literally having a rage attack of being so angry that they cannot have their corn pops, and that the, these a-holes ate their last bowl, and it was kind of scary, because you had these kids who were just like, are they, are they gonna murder people? Like, what's happening? Um, <laughs> But uh, they were a little crazy over their corn pops. But, um, yeah. Nerf for nothing. <laughs> and they have, it's like very warlike. They're like having, um, or sniper uh, stuff, almost like having the um, laser tags that they do now. My, my son loves Nerf. And even when he was little, he would be like, it's Nerf or nothing. 
commercials, as crazy as they are, and if you grow up enough with them, you know their taglines. And my goodness, when they have a good tagline, you'll know it for the rest of your life. Well, our lives anyway, because like I said, commercials aren't, aren't a huge thing now, but we will always know nerf for nothing. <laughs> I forgot about this one, but like I said, the Nostalgia Critic uh, reminded me. You had the Lego Maniac, which is Zach, and then they had one that was called Jake. So you had this kid who was just like a Lego Maniac, and they would advertise whatever Lego um, build it was. And they would, <laughs> would have his leather jacket on and show you how cool he was that, you know, he, he built it and... He, Believe me, I love Lego. I, I love it to see it. I don't really build them. My son loves them. My mom loved them when she was able to build them. My son, like, adores them. And he they have those ones now that are for adults. So it's not even for just kids anymore. So they, And they're expensive. My goodness. Lego is pretty much their gold bricks. For real, gold bricks. Squeeze it the squeezes on I that stuff is so I was not big on like anything uh fruit punch like or Hawaiian punch those squeeze it bottles no thanks where you just like you just twist the top and it just squeeze it down <laughs> my son for a little bit little bit actually would get them at Wawa no they're just they're gross to me I'm sorry is it the sugary drink? Well, I drink Coke, so that's really ridiculously sugary. So I can't say it's because it's the sugar. I just, the taste, I guess. I don't know. They had these, like, animated squeeze-it bottles, and it's just like they're just, what, just ripping their heads off. And, like, it's, these commercials are kind of, you know, when you look at them now, and you're like, oh, my God, that's, that's pretty morbid. But we loved them at the time. Uh, Chef Boyardee dinosaurs. I don't like Chef Boyardee. I think it's disgusting. Whoever likes the sauce in any of that is you. You've got problems with your your taste buds because it's gross. It's the nastiest stuff that I've ever I've ever tasted in my in my entire life. And that's that's even saying going above Mucinex. And Mucinex is pretty damn gross. So and this is the Chef Boyardee dinosaurs and it's like honking tonking dinosaurs and you have like a, uh, a safari looking thing and you just see in the distance the can with the dinosaurs all over it and the disgusting taste that's within it. Okay, so they had special, like I said, special Christmas commercials and they had a McDonald's one with Ronald McDonald before they got rid of him where this little girl comes up and is like and he's like where are you going and she's like i'm running away and he it's it's i don't know if anybody's seen it i don't know if they still play it probably not because you know ronald mc ronald mcdonald is no longer their mascot for it it was pretty heartwarming not that i would be going up to some random clown building a snowman on the side of the road but okay um that she he kind of explains you know how we're needed and it's that time of year and you know blah 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 and it kind of it gets you it gets you but yeah again i would not be talking to a clown at night in the snow building a snowman no i don't care what he i don't care no <laughs> toys are us i still sing that song randomly it gets in my head and it's just like i don't want to grow up i'm a toys are us kid I've sang enough. You don't need to hear me sing anymore, okay? 
And they even had like a reunion one later on. So you saw the same kids, what they look like now and the same kind of, you know, one on the train, one in, in all of the uh, stuffed animals. It was pretty neat. One, another thing that's gone, Toys R Us is no longer. Now, granted, right now we're in a really huge inflation with everything and we're not, you know, everything's ridiculously expensive. But I always found Toys R Us when I was, um, when my son was growing up to be very expensive. He would go there special on his birthday and he was able to pick out one or two things. But for the most part, I went elsewhere. So I understand, you know, I'm not saying I was personally responsible for the fact that they didn't have enough money to keep open, but they were not competitive when it came to their, their pricing. And they very rarely had any sales that were of any consequence. So, but I do miss it. When I was little, they had the little tickets so they have like this wall of like the bigger items and even like the games. So the more expensive things and you would see all the games that were out and it was like the Game Boy games and you had the Game Gear games and the PlayStation games and you just grab a ticket, you pay for it and then you go to this small little window and they come out and give it to you. And it was pretty crazy when you would go in there and I would be like, I want that, I want that, I want that, I have all the tickets. But you know especially a trampoline. I've always wanted a trampoline and they always had a huge trampoline. We had freaking 10 acres. Okay. Most of it was wooded. All right. Maybe six plus acres was wooded. We had enough room for a freaking trampoline. Did I ever get one? No. Did I ask one for every Christmas? Yes, I did. Again, I got, I'm not saying I didn't get enough. I did. And I was very appreciative of everything that I got, but, but why couldn't I have a trampoline? Like why? But anyway, I digress. They had, okay, so when we were younger, especially like kids, like early 90s or when I was younger, I don't know how old you are that are listening, but when I was very, when I was younger, like I'd say 11, 12, so we're talking 91, 92. Nah, we're talking more like 94, 95. Yeah, I'm trying, I don't even know how old I am. Uh, when I was born, apparently. So... They had these commercials for sexual harassment, and the tagline was, and I don't have to take it. It was a big thing because uh, women were still kind of, we. it's still a thing, and it's not just about women either. It's on both sides. It can happen to anybody. But it was a big, big thing in the, in the 80s and the 90s with the sexual harassment, especially towards women, because during the 50s especially, and even during the 60s, women were you were a secretary you were treated more as like the wife at the office like go get me a coffee go fetch me this go fetch me that and rude things would be said you know you would be you know sexualized because you're a woman instead of like the work that you're doing so it was a big thing and a big push during the eight the late 80s early 90s for the sexual harassment and the revolution of women having an equal footing within the workplace and that you can come out and say something that this this needs to be addressed so i i get why they had it but it was just the the bluntness of the the face of the women who were in the in these commercials and looking right at them and it's just like and i don't have to take it no you don't <laughs> but i need to laugh at this 
but I get that. It, it was it was a big thing then. So again, I'm not making fun of what it stands for, but just how they they came about it. It's, and it is old, so it just looks funny. Okay, so milk, it does the body good. I hate milk, so my body's falling apart. <laughs> so in the actual uh, commercials, they would have these little um, a little kid who's like, I can't wait to grow up so that I can get big and strong. So you have these little scrawny kid, drinks some milk, and then you flip it around, and he's, like, big and strong. He's like a jock. And then you have these these girls, like, I can't wait to get, you know, grow up, and I can be beautiful or whatever. So they would drink milk, and then they'd see them in a swimsuit or this scantily clad dress. Again, it at the time, you look at it, in order for you to be happy, you have to be, like, this svelte-looking, overly buff person or you know again women being sexualized in that way does it age well not really but it's just trying to show you like you drink your milk and you'll actually be doing your, your bones a, a good a, a goodness you don't have to look like that to be happy and that's you know nowadays like if you were to if you were to dissect these commercials in the now in in the now and this the woke generation and all this stuff and the political correctness it would be done in such a different way or just not at all <laughs> and then you had the the denny's commercial and i remember denny's <laughs> so in the santa claus it is hilarious because it's so true in the santa claus when they go to denny's to have you know eggnog and a christmas dinner they're out of everything my dad insisted before we would we would spend the day down the shore he would we would get up early and for a while he insisted on going to denny's because it was literally right on along the way we it changed we went to the diner instead diners are so much better especially in jersey and they always would get the order wrong or they'd be out of something it's just it's hilarious but it's the truth they just sucked and the food was never that good. I hated it. I hated it when we went there. Because I'm not a... Again, I'm not a huge breakfast eater. Um, I do like, like, scrambled eggs. I like bacon. I like, you know, breakfast sausage. I don't like other ones. But I don't like pancakes that are made out. They just don't taste right. Even, like, the scrambled eggs, either they're, like, they're too runny or they're too, you know... I'll just do it myself. <laughs> so... Usually when we go to the diner, I'll get a side of pork roll, and it's pork roll, damn it, and a bagel and cream cheese. Again, I'm not a big breakfast person. I'll eat breakfast at home. I'll make it myself. So when I'm out, pork roll, bagel, and cream cheese. There you go. Can't go wrong with that. But anyway, at the so this Denny's commercial, they were advertising the red, white, and blue pancakes. And the guy sits down, and he's like, wow, it tastes like... And he's trying to find the word, and the guy next to him is like, America. <laughs> and, he's, and they just nod to each other, and it's like, tastes like America. <laughs> it's it's freaking hilarious, that's all. Like, who came up with this? It tastes, what does America taste like? Denny's red, white, and blue pancakes? Well, then that's some, like, bland-ass pancakes, so America is very bland. Sorry. Anyhow, um, skip it skip it skip it <laughs> i'm not singing anymore i swear to god but anyhow so you have that song that's in your head and it doesn't matter if you had one or not but you know the damn song my mom and dad got my niece one 
before her birthday. I think it was her birthday. And she would play, was it her birthday? I'm not entirely sure. She got it. My mom and dad got it for her. And she played it out in our driveway. And she she played it, you know, like it was it's like it's jump rope but with a counter and the, the chance of you tripping and hurting yourself with this thing attached to your leg. And I, I kinda wanted one. But again, like, you know, she got one, but I didn't get one. Was I jealous? Maybe. <laughs> but Either way, um, it was an interesting thing. I don't know if they still have that out. Because uh, I feel like a lot of stuff is having a comeback. Like, you know, you, like revitalized retro stuff. I'm not sure Skip It made the, made the cut. <laughs> when I was there. The Crash Test Dummies. First started out as a PSA for seatbelts. But then for whatever reason, I guess because of the, of the height and because of the popularity of those commercials, they became a toy that you could literally crash and they would just fall apart. <laughs> I th think I had a a set and they did actually have a um, cartoon of it as well. They were really capitalizing on that and it came from a commercial, a PSA commercial for crying out loud. Like, it's crazy. Like I said, the the impact of commercials from when we were younger to the, the non-existence of, of them now. Now, I get, like I said, majority of the people just want to get want to get into the the show, and that's why, like, binge-watching. Most of these shows, are they come and go, like, within a blip because you're watching them so fast before we had to wait, and you had to wait longer when you had to <laughs> sit through some commercials. It's crazy that even a commercial spun off toys and an, a show of their own. And... The one crash test on me, I believe, had the same... Lorenzo Music. Same voice as Garfield. And if you watch the Ghostbusters cartoon, he was Peter Venkman. <laughs> Fun fact. Anyhow. This not so much a commercial, but it was like a beginning. The, the original HBO beginning. So now you just have the um, screen that goes from snow, and it goes, oh, and it goes HBO. Before, they had... A whole town that you'd be flying through, and you'd have like the music, like da -na 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 -na, you know, and it's just like it was its own theatrical beginning, and it was exciting because you were watching HBO, it's paid cable television, and it just like they had they had this whole town, and then you'd have like HBO coming in, like you know, Star Wars format, and it's like you know. They need to bring that back, for real. Uh, creepy crawlers. I believe my brother had them, and you had them like, creepy crawlers. Look these commercials up. If you have forgotten them, please do, because I know I'm not doing them any justice by my singing, because I can't sing. So you're all welcome for listening to that, and I hope that they have brought back some memories or nightmares. So Creepy Crawlers was pretty cool. They actually advertised it more. So it's boys trying to scare their parents or their sisters. And it would, I think they even made ones that you were that were edible eventually. But these were not supposed to be edible. <laughs> Again, I think my brother had them. The Campbell Soup Snowman Kid. That's an old one. That's like mid-80s, if not older. I don't even know. 
but yeah, this kid come, this snowman coming in, and then sitting down at the table, and they put a um, tomato, Campbell's tomato soup in front of him, and he melts, and it's a kid. Now, why they let the kid go out there for so long, I have no idea, but here we are. Laser tag. So they had a couple of different laser tags. I don't know. I didn't write down the actual um, company, but the commercial there was literally lines in the beginning it was a, a mini movie and beyond thunderdome-esque and at the end the guy wins and you're like you're like rooting for him like I, again these commercials are mini movies just playing out in front of you they had so there was um one i didn't actually have written down but i did watch it was the uh, Golden Crisp cereal with Sugar Bear. <laughs> so it's post-Golden Crisp cereal. And that's the one that ha was episodic, where you would see his goings-on and, like, what would happen, these guys attacking him. It was, it was a cartoon, and they would have these guys uh, attacking him, and then you were like, what will happen to Sugar Bear? Check in next time, like... And it would continue. Sometimes you get them a little out of like sync. I don't know how they uh, scheduled them, but yeah. It, again, I, it's episodic. You would actually look forward to the story sometimes, not all the time. And then last but not least, and like I said, if I would go through every single one that I can, can remember, I would be on here for, I'm already doing this for 45 minutes, which is gonna get cut down a little bit after I go through editing, but I would be on here for hours. Mentos was the last one I have written down. It was Their tagline was fresh and full of life. So if something happened, like there, I think there was the one where there was a, the guy was trying to get across the street and there was a huge backup of cars so he couldn't get through. So he just like he pulls out the Mentos, pops one in, and he, like, goes through this limousine, and these people are, like, in the limousine, and he's like, hey, like, this is fine, and then he gets out of it, and he's on the other side, and he meets the person, and then he turns around while those people are looking at him like he's freaking crazy, and he goes, you know, with, <laughs> well, you can't see me, and he, like, thumbs up them with, like, a smile on his face with the Mentos, like, that makes it all better. Don't worry about it. I had a Mentos. I don't think I've ever had a Mentos be honest with you maybe if I had one it would make everything all better so <laughs> so there's my commercials of the 80s and 90s I could probably do a second a second episode of this will probably be in my in season three because like I said this season two has been a bit of a wreck I've been I was really trying to keep on top with, of everything recording has been a little difficult like I said logistics with the with the computers and very busy with school a lot of writing my promotion at work has kind of like got me I was super stressed I wanted to have this uh season two um I really wanted to have season two to go off without a hitch not with without a hitch but I wanted to have a little bit more consistent so like one a week but lots of things going on so yeah I applied for this position, for a marketing position. My degree's in public relations and communications, not necessarily marketing, but public relations is like under that umbrella, where marketing is under public relations umbrella. 
and I wanted to have something that was a little bit more in tune with what I'm going to school for, which makes sense. And they had an opening available, and I had applied for it, which I was, like, stressing over for until they responded to me. They accepted me, so I'm doing training. But it's still stressful because I just want to make sure, like, that I, in essence, good enough, I guess. Everybody's like, you got this, you got this. And I just have to believe that in myself. So I will, I'm working on it. <laughs> so I'm also working on these podcasts. So I don't know what episode this is. I'm going to be honest, I can't remember. I'm just going to go to my website and it will tell me. All right, so this is episode nine. Um, and I had wanted to do 12, which it actually was going to turn into 13 because I was doing the special, the special one with my son. But depending on how busy I get, I might just keep it at 12 and then start up again. Like once I get the 12 done, uh, start up again in the fall. I think that'll be the best bet. So three more after this because, you know, I know math. Did I have to use my fingers? Of course not. <laughs> so... Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I have, I do have, the, I have the rest of them planned out. It's just research and recording and making sure that the recording is done well. Yes, you can hear the fan in the background, but that's just something you're going to have to deal with. Yes, you can hear my dogs <laughs> itching themselves. It's just something I, I'm going to get stopped because I'm downstairs now. My mom constantly asks me questions. And then obviously my son going back and forth. So it's just a matter of getting it done. And then I'm going to edit it, which will be tomorrow. And then it'll be out after I'm done editing. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you have enjoyed. And if you haven't already, please check out my other episodes. They're on Spotify. They're also on any other podcast service that you might use, like Google or iTunes. They're all uploaded to the same thing. But you can also find everything on my website, GabrielleCataldi.com. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, I have all of those linked on my website. And um, please spread the word because it would just be nice to get some like input about it. So if you have, I have blogs up. I also have on my Facebook and Instagram if you have any response or anything that you would like me to add or talk about. Please, um, I'm always open for any suggestions or anything that I should tweak for future. I appreciate all of that, and I appreciate uh, yeah, I appreciate you for listening, and thank you so much. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of That 80s Child, The Generation Y, and please listen to all the rest. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you, and until next time, bye.